Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 26th of February, 2023. Come to the podcast, episode 202, our anthem and creeping socialist BS. Yes, a poll done by the Fraser Institute talking about uh, socialist uh, identities. And uh, of course, Miss Jolly Black, Canadian RB singer, singing her own rendition of the national anthem at the latest NBA All-Star game. All that more come at the podcast. Please stick around. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. I do swear and smoke cigarettes. See you in a bit. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada. This is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, episode 202, our anthem and creeping socialist BS. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck, and welcome to the show. Sorry of my absence. Past a little while, my work schedule has been a little more how do you say, busier than usual. So I'll just give you a quick update from the last episode. Yes, I have contacted some uh, attorneys in regards to my tax issue, ladies and gentlemen. So that's being sorted out as we speak right now. So there'll be no uh, issues or be no more threatening mail coming from the CRA. And all that other uh, BS that comes with it. So as the episode stated, our anthem and the creeping socialist BS. I'd just like to remind you all, too, that this episode is also brought to you in part by the fine people at Battlefit Bodywear. Battlefit Bodywear. Contact Battlefit Bodywear at hotmail.com. Uh, Battlefit Bodywear. Be limitless, be Battlefit. Links will be in the description. There'll be an advert from them coming at some time in the show. So, as I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe and share my content all over your social media platforms if you do see fit. Uh, but like I said, beginning of the episode, uh, Miss Jolly Black, R&B singer from Toronto, Ontario, uh, Jamaican descent, I believe. I'm thinking, I can't remember if she was born in Jamaica or not, but uh, uh, a lot of her claim to fame is uh, some good R&B vocals, I guess. If you're into that sort of music, I'm not. I like my noise. Uh, but nonetheless, a Canadian artist, uh, Canadian artist, not artist, artist all the same. Now, there's been a big stink in the media about her changing the national anthem. Instead of saying home and native land, she says home on native land. Now, before people cringe and lose their minds and all this stuff and all this other garbage about the woke politic. Historically speaking, when you look at North America and Central America and South America and all the islands all around the so-called continents. Yes, they were native lands at one time. Okay. Now, when I go back to my basic high school history and ancient history, there are a lot of lands that have been divided and conquered, divided and conquered, bought and sold, destroyed, set ablaze, divided and conquered, divided and conquered, wherever you say it is. Now, pardon that little blurb there, ladies and gentlemen. I had some issues there earlier. Um, make a long story short, this is Canada. And to our friends of the South is the United States. And southern to that is Mexico. And you have Central America with Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, Panama, I believe, El Salvador. And then you get into South America. Here's a brief history lesson. Now, the Vikings were in Newfoundland 
years prior to Christopher Columbus discovering America. Okay, that was proven many years ago when they found the Viking settlements in Newfoundland back in the early 60s. Okay, now I'm not taking any sides here. Realistically, I'm not going to draw a line in the sand here. Okay, when you look at any native population of any country, there has been an overwhelming unfairness that has happened throughout history. Now, I'm not saying people now who live in Canada are promoting unfairness and inequality to the First Nations. My best friend from high school, and I'm not saying this because I have a token friend. I'm saying this because it's the truth. Okay? He's given me wisdom on the First Nations persons. He's given me wisdom on a lot of First Nations effects, the stories, the culture, and the land. Now, when I look at the land, we are all stewards of the land when it comes down to it. We all have to look after this country. We all have to look after each other to the best of our abilities, regardless of where you sit on the political fence or not, with your liberal, and I mean classical liberal, or whether you're a conservative, classic conservative, or NDP, or greenie, or libertarian such as myself, you do what you can to keep things clean and tidy and working for everybody. I was never raised in a, in a household or taught in school to hate any race. I was never taught that. And I'm sure you, my wonderful audience, were never taught that either. You were never taught to hate this group of people or hate that group of people. So when I hear all these new anthems and new woke mandates and everything, I just kind of sit back and say, okay, what are you trying to promote here? Now, technically, yes, we are still on native land. If you want to get technical about it, when it comes to biology of things, fine, you can say that. But that native land turned to Canada. And this other native land turned to the United States. And some other native lands turned to Mexico. Some turned to Jamaica. Some turned to Bahamas. Some turned to Bermuda. Some turned to Central America as we see it today. Others turned to South America. So what's the issue? Everyone's waving the flag. Yeah, right on, sister. You did a great job. Because she sang the song differently? Like when, when someone to me is, is saying all this woke BS about Canada and how oppressive it is and all this, you better step back for a second. Think about all the money you made from living in Canada, from living on said native land, from gaining notoriety, from being able to pursue your dream, from being able to actually sing your song in another country in front of millions of people. There are musicians I know personally that would just love the chance to sing something in front of 20,000 people, let alone a million viewers at home watching the National Basketball Association. But then there's also a story with the NBA being in cahoots with Red China in the name of, you know, business dealings and licensing and all that good stuff too. So that's another kettle of worms we should look at at a different time. Okay, now I'm not going to disenfranchise Miss Jolie Black because of what she did. I kind of think if it's insulting, but, you know, she's technically right. But then again, if you're going to sit and play the harp about the whole woke mantra, maybe you should look where you're coming from and think about the benefits you have had in this country since your birth, since you arrived, and the opportunities that were given and that were to be had by all Canadians for that matter. Something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. Something to really think about. You know, I, I put a, a few little statements on my Facebook page in regards to that. And surprisingly enough, I've, I've had some agreement. 
And in my other Facebook page, the one I use personally, I've had quite a bit of resistance, right? Now, I don't believe in self-flagellation. If you commit a crime and do something stupid to somebody, yeah, you should pay for it, okay? But I'd like to remind uh, some individuals in this nation, too, that we never had slaves, okay? And when Canada was part of the British Empire, and Canada was nothing but a colony in the upper and lower Canadas, yeah, there might have been some slavery prior to the 1830s. But the British Empire abolished uh, slavery, I believe, in 1831. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the 1830s, it was abolished throughout the empire. Okay? And I'm not sitting here being an empire loyalist, regardless of the Union Jack behind me or not. I put that up for the sake of history and part of my heritage. Okay? I was born in this country. So are my grandparents. So are my parents. And so are my great-grandparents. Okay? Sorry, I didn't grow up in the bush or grow up by a bay. But I grew up in the land nonetheless. I was taught many things by my father when it came to planting seeds, looking after soil, looking after animals, and working really hard to F and get ahead. Okay? And I believe in opportunities for everybody as long as you want to work for it and as long as you want to merit and earn it. That's how things really get done. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And furthermore, you know, I don't believe in handing things out to people just because they represent. Okay? I do believe in equality. Right? I believe in equality under the law, too. Right? I believe in equality of opportunity, not equality of outcomes. Okay? You got five kids in a running race, and one kid's a bit slow. Does he get a trophy too, or does she get a trophy too? No. They got to work a bit harder. That's incentive. And that's not a put down. That's not going to ruin their psyche. That's not going to hurt their feelings. That's life. Okay? You want to strive for that A in school, then you study hard to get that A. Okay? That's what you do. And it doesn't matter what color you are. And don't pull that race card on me because you feel you're not being represented properly. I don't buy that. Okay? I, I don't. I worked with many people at my time in the military that come from all walks of life. Black, Jewish, Muslim, British, French. Some were gay, some were straight. And they never pulled any kind of card out to say, oh, it's because I'm black, or it's because I'm French, or it's because I'm a woman. No. Because I've had to assess troops based on my qualifications and my leadership. I've had to assess certain soldiers. And I did have a couple of complain and tried that with me. But they were corrected. And they knew. And like everybody else, we all had to eat our piece of humble pie to understand it too. So when someone tells you, oh, well, there's no representation here. Oh, there's no representation there. Well, then go out and represent it then. What's stopping you from doing it? Right? So when you sing the national anthem and you want to add words and all this, okay, you go right ahead. But always remember the sacrifices that came before you to make that song what it is today, our national anthem. Am I offended that you said on native land? Not entirely, but it's kind of bad taste too. Because like I mentioned earlier, 
People forget the opportunities that are here in this country for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're First Nations, doesn't matter if you're Asian descent, doesn't matter if you're Jamaican descent or Nigerian descent, it doesn't matter if you're East Indian or East Indian descent, doesn't matter what descent you are. If you're getting up, going to work and contributing something, we all have the opportunities to do something great and wonderful with ourselves. So why do we have to keep regressing to this bullshit in the name of progress and the woke? I don't know. I just keep shaking my head. Anyway, here's a word from my sponsor, the fine people at uh, uh, Battlefit Body Wear. Links will be in the description. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Krusty Canuck here. Just to remind you, my wonderful audience out there, that Battlefit Bodywear was founded in Windsor, Essex, Ontario in 2019 and is a proud Canadian company. All of our apparel and accessories are purchased and printed right in our hometown by local independent business owners. We pride ourselves on quality and customer satisfaction. At Battlefit Bodywear, we believe that every person has a warrior with them waiting to come out. Our brand is meant to inspire and, and fan the internal flame. Regardless of what your thing is, Take to the next level and be the best version of yourself that you can be. We also believe in that maintaining balanced lifestyle is a key to a good life and includes having a regimented and productive fitness and exercise schedule. Motivation comes and goes, but discipline will get you across the finish line. Get there with Battlefit Bodywear. Krusty Canuck says so. Cheers. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Battlefit Bodywear. Be battle fit, be battle ready. Be limitless, be battle fit. Links will be in the description. Anyway, carrying on again with uh, this week's episode, the Krusty Canuck Podcast, episode 202, our anthem and creeping socialist BS. Yes, as I mentioned before, there was a poll that was done by the Fraser Institute, and I'll just put the links up here, and I'll read along for you as all there, ladies and gentlemen. I'll just uh, delete some of this here. Yeah, I just had a, a bit of a faux pas. I was going to play the anthem for you, but I changed my mind because that's the opportunity I've had. And if you want to find it, you know, this is this is not a slam towards Miss Jelly Black. This is not a slam to any singer in this country, with the exception of a few that, you know, demand that we do our politics a different way, and yet they don't live here anymore. But uh, I digress. Um, there's a lot of people in this country that just don't really appreciate what we have and what was built in the name of diversity and fairness and equality. And I'm talking proper equality. I'm not talking, I'm just going to hand you something because you're here. I'm going to hand you something because you have what it takes to do the job. Shit simple. Anyway, this is from the Toronto Sun. Uh, basically, it was, uh, was it written there. Just looking at the, yeah, from the 22nd. So four days ago, you know, there's a study that finds 42% of Canadians support socialism in Canada. Really? <laughs> okay, that's not very uh, very nice. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. And considering the guests I have had on my live streams, uh, Arta Polowski, who came from Poland, and the lovely uh, Czech lady wrote that. Oh, I, oh, God, I forget her name. i got to be better at this. Let me make a long story short. Uh, I've talked to two people on this show who have survived socialism, you know, under the guise of socialism, which became communism. But I'll read this along with you all, ladies and gentlemen. I'll just open up the page here. And uh, I, I'm just, I'm not impressed with, with, with some of these kids thinking that everything's just hunky-dory because, you know, socialism will save the day when, when it won't. So 
I'll leave a link in the description for you guys to follow and read at your own leisure, but I'll just read this along anyway. So, as I said, study finds 42% of Canadians support socialism in Canada from uh, Jane Stevenson of the Toronto Sun there. A new Fraser Institute, Institute poll found 42% of Canadians and as many as 50%, of course, in the 18 to 24 age range are in favor of socialism, but few want to foot the bill for it. <laughs> Isn't that typical, right? The study done by Leisure for the Institute of the Fall of 2022 also found social support drops 38% among Canadians over the age of 55. Huh. The poll says 65% of Canadians define socialism as more government spending on programs, and generally Canadians aren't in favor of higher taxes to pay for it. Only 25% of Canadians de def define socialism traditionally as in government owning and controlling businesses and industries, while 57% think socialism is government providing a guaranteed minimal income. The whole segment of the population, not just in Canada, but across the developed world, self-describes as socialist. But many of them have never lived in a world with genuine socialism, nor the misery it imposed. Jason Clemens, co-author of the study, said in a statement, when asked how the government should finance increased program spending and or guaranteed minimum income, only 31% supported hiking personal income taxes. Hmm, go figure. And I wonder if that 31%, ladies and gentlemen, are a bunch of little kids screaming about capitalism, drinking a Starbucks with a latte, and typing little text messages on their Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> anyway, I carry on, right? On that same question, financing socialism, just 16% were in favor of raising the GST, while 72% supported a new wealth tax on the top 1% income earners, and 59% preferred increasing personal income taxes on the top 10% of earners. Okay, you know, you can keep taxing people, taxing people, and the persons that make a lot of money find ways to hide their money and shelter and all that good stuff. So we've seen this before. It's nothing new. Okay. These targeted tax hikes will not generate anywhere near enough revenue to pay for higher levels of spending linked with socialism. Steve Gloverman, study co-author, said in a statement, if Canadians want a larger government and substantially higher government spending, then all Canadians are not just top income earners. will have to pay higher taxes to finance it. Nailed it. Exactly. Because who gets screwed with higher tax increase when they get these great programs out here, have new government offices, create new government ministers in the name of wokeness and identity? Who pays for it? You and me. I carry on. Right. See, that's that's the thing. The Fraser Institute is an independent, nonpartisan Canadian public policy think tank working in conjunction with think tanks in the U.S., Australia and the U.K. OK. A total of 4,037 respondents, 18-year-olds or older, were included in this survey done between the end of September and mid-October with 1,006 in Canada, 1,025 in the U.S., 1,006 in Australia, and 1,000 in the U.K., right? So that's, that's the thing. Like, they do these surveys. They should be asking more people, too. But some of those stats are a little odd, honestly, Okay. Now, if you're a fan of this podcast and you're between the ages of 18 and 24, do you honestly think once you get in the workforce or if you're in the workforce right now that your taxes should go up another 15 to 20% because of social programs? Those individuals that think socialism is more social programs, eh, you're wrong. I highly suggest you go out and you talk to somebody that lived in the former Eastern Bloc during the 80s and the 90s, especially during the 80s at the height of the Cold War for our generation, okay? And then you talk to somebody who actually fled Cuba 
or who has fled Venezuela, and they'll give you a proper insight, a proper insight on exactly what this socialist idea really is about. Because you know as well as I do, kids, socialism leads to, you guessed it, fucking communism. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 202, our anthem and creeping socialist BS. Yes, that's right, on native land. And yeah, Jolie, you are right. It is on native land. But like I said, so is the United States. So is Mexico and Central America and South America alike. Okay, I know those pesky Europeans, eh? How dare they come over and look and explore and divide and conquer, even though they learned it from the Romans and the Mongolians alike. Well, hey, let's just blame the human race, shall we? That's the way I look at it. But see, this land here, this land I fought for, this land my grandparents fought for, and I'm going to keep fighting for it. So you can throw your woke mantras at me all you want. I ain't buying it. And neither should you, ladies and gentlemen, neither should you. And once again, I want to thank uh, some of the outpour I've had from some of the comments on my page, uh, some of the uh, thumbs up, and even some of the thumbs down, too. I appreciate your comments, so please give me your feedback and everything, too. You can reach me at crustybcanuck67 at gmail.com. Links will be in the description if you want to reach out and talk to me. Please, don't hesitate. Ask me a question. Ask me anything you would like to know about what I do, my life, my view on this, my view on that. Just keep it clean, ladies and gentlemen, and keep it realistic as well okay and you want to reach me here on the show please send me a comment on the show too i don't mind at all the more feedback i get the more i reach people out there and then they tell two friends and two friends you know how the thing goes like that old 70s hair you know <laughs> the shampoo commercial and they tell two friends and they tell two friends and so on and so on anyhow let's just keep going ladies and gentlemen yeah so more of the socialist bs now spencer fernando a um uh, conservative writer. I, I like his work. I, I really like his work. I, I don't mind what he has to say. He's an intelligent guy. I like his stories and his articles. And he's got quite the input on the whole socialist thing, too. You know, and uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'm just not impressed with the whole socialist idea. When I look back at my life, when I was about 16, I thought socialism was pretty cool. But see, then again, when you're 16, everything's cool, right? And luckily, something like Tiananmen Square happened, the Berlin Wall fell down, and the Romanian Revolution happened, which smartened a lot of people up and woke people up to the confines and the BS that socialism provided for the masses. So my logic towards socialism is this. If there is 10 people and they're in an aircraft and they crash someplace in northern Ontario, then I can see socialism being a benefit to stay alive. But when it comes to having a way of life, when it comes to keeping yourself alive and trying to advance your life, socialism is not your friend. So like I said, this is from Spencer Fernando on his uh, webpage. And I'll leave links in the description. Uh, poll shows disturbing level of support for socialism in Canada, but many struggle to define it, as I mentioned. With many defining socialism as more a social program, something that actually depends on a strong free market economy, a large segment of the population has a, a naive view of socialist ideology without free markets ladies and gentlemen how can you honestly have great social programs if people aren't allowed to make money so the people that are less fortunate the people that are homeless the people that are roaming the streets losing their minds 
if you don't have free market capitalism and a fair tax bracket, a fair tax bracket, not always based on how many billions you have or how many thousands you may have, a fair tax bracket, you could have some pretty fucking dandy social programs. And our socialized medicine can just go through the roof. Well, it can help anyone at any time. But I digress. Anyway, I read along with this poll there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics is often dismissed these days as not real communism. How many times have we heard that before? Right? The same is said about North Korea, a ruthless, closed socialist state. Indeed, despite the socialist ideology having led to many of the most brutal regimes of all time, socialism has been effectively rebranded. Of course, lots of rebranding right now. If you have a penis, you're a woman. And if you have a vagina, you're gifted. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> the ruthless centralization of power, the inability to respond to market signals, the restriction of free expression and freedom of worship were all hallmarks of the largest socialist regimes. Okay. But now many see socialism as the government helping people. It's so unsurprising, though still disturbing to see how many Canadians express support for socialism in a new poll conducted for the Fraser Institute. So they got graphs and everything here too. Uh, basically Canadian support for socialism as the ideal economic system decreases with age. 46% of people 18 to 34 agree with it. 43% of people between 35 and 54 agree with it. Interesting. And 38% 55 and up. That's a pretty scary stat. I think that's different than the stats I read. Yeah. And most Canadians define socialism as more government services or a guaranteed income. Right? So, see, that's, that's where you get scary. Traditional socialism, 25%. More social programs, 65%, and guaranteed income, 57%. So 57% of those 1,006 students believe in having a handout. Self-explanatory, right? As the Fraser Institute notes, there is relatively minimal support for socialism when it's described as the state owning the means of production. Several key insights can be drawn from how respondents defined socialism. First, support for the traditional definition of socialism as the state owning the means of production, or as fr phrased in the survey, the government taking control of companies and industries so that the state rather than the individuals control the economy, had the least support of three definitions provided. So if you don't support that, then why you want to promote that? Maybe she understand that socialism leads to communism. Mm, evil red menace. The irony here is that the well-funded social programs tend to require a strong free market economy. I mentioned that right, to generate the revenue to fund those programs. Even countries seen as socialist, like Sweden, Finland, Denmark, other, you know, uh, Norway, right, uh, have a combination of large resources deposits, Norway's oil reserves, alongside private ownership and large private sector corporations. In fact, the Nordic countries are becoming less socialist over time. Nordic countries are often used internationally to prove that socialism works. It's true that social democratic parties are enjoying success in this part of the world, yet while Nordic countries are seeing a partial comeback for social democratic parties, their policies aren't in fact socialist, but centrist, right? So it shouldn't matter how much money you're making, right? And like I said in my last episode, ladies and gentlemen, there should be a fairness when it comes to tax representation. A 20% flat tax rate, I think, will help a lot of people because it's manageable. If you let people make some money, they might be inclined to 
give some to the government. Oh, oh, rather than being bullies and putting your country into debt. Okay. Nordic nations and especially Sweden did embrace socialism between 1970 and 1990. During the past 30 years, however, both conservative and social democrat led governments have moved towards the center. Today, the Nordic social democrats have adopted stricter immigration policies, tightened eligibility requirements for welfare benefit systems, taken a tougher stance on crime, and carried out business friendly policies. Finally, the poll also shows most Canadians don't want to pay more taxes for socialism, right? And that's the thing. There's the, they want 72% want a wealth tax on the top 1%. So the top 1%, I think there's maybe about 48, 49 of them. So you want higher taxes on the billionaires? Okay, if you took a billion dollars from every billionaire in this country, would it help with our national debt? Well, would it? Not fucking likely. Higher personal income tax to the top 10%. Maybe, maybe. Higher personal income tax on most citizens. Now, this is what gets me. Higher personal income tax on most citizens. Okay, that's the blue collar. That's the middle class. 31% of people that were polled want to see that. Okay. 16% want 20% goods and services tax. So another 20 cents on the dollar. So you buy something for a buck and a quarter. It's going to cost you a buck 45. Not good. So more taxes are not the answer, ladies and gentlemen. Sure, Canadians want others to pay for it, but most don't want to pay for it themselves. Well, when we consider all the responses together, Canadians seem to define socialism as more of a generous social programs paid for by somebody else. See, that's the thing. You want student loans forgiven? You want all this forgiven? Well, somebody's going to pay for that. you got to apply for your student loan, right? Where does that come from? The magical mushroom fairy tree? No, it comes from the Canadian taxpayers. And yet what gets me is when some people take these loans out, they complain about oil subsidies. They complain about subsidies here, subsidies there. What the hell do you think a student loan is? It's a bloody subsidy, right? Whatever. Of course, a point lost on many adherents to actual social ideology is the fact that strong private sector is essential to generating the revenue that pays for social programs. Overall, the survey shows a majority of Canadians still prefer capitalism to socialism, though the results are close enough that supporters of capitalism need to start speaking up in favor of free markets and economic freedom before the siren song of socialism lures even more away from reality and common sense. So there's a little click here from polling Canada. So 52% are still in favor of capitalism. 42% are in favor of socialism. And <laughs> get this, though. This is kind of cool. 6% of Canadians want communism and 4% want fascism. Interesting. Yeah, this link will be my description for you all to read on your own. But uh, it, it, there you have it, folks. So there's a lost idea and lost ideologies somewhere in the mix. They don't know if they're elbows to their assholes here. I highly recommend you, my wonderful audience out there, too. If you get a chance to talk to somebody who's lived in Eastern Europe or in Cuba or in Venezuela or in Korea or mainland China, talk to them. Ask them some tough questions. How was it? Hmm? Waiting in line for bread, waiting in line for medicine, waiting in line for a place to live, waiting in line to get a car, waiting in line to get permission to go here, waiting in line to get permission to go there. People knocking your door in the middle of the night, asking you questions. Were you saying this about somebody two weeks ago? Were you saying this about this person last night? Yeah, you have all. 
Why is my inner Klaus Schwab coming out? You've liked the bugs and enjoy them. You have what? You will own nothing and be happy. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Anyway, carrying on again, too, ladies and gentlemen, with episode 202, our anthem and creeping socialist BS. Yeah, I've got to get my spiel about the anthem. I'm not offended by that. And honestly, ladies and gentlemen, really, neither should you. We know the truth. We know the truth. And there's more truth that has to come out, regardless of how you feel about Canada being on native land or the United States or Mexico and all those countries I, I mentioned earlier. Okay. North America and South America were discovered. Conquered and divided, conquered and divided, conquered and divided. Okay. I would like to think that my generation, Generation X, has done far, far more to fight bigotry and racism than the greatest generation on the planet. They fought tyranny. They fought real evil. They fought real fascists. They fought real communists. Okay. Generation X comes around, tries to balance it out so everyone can have the opportunity to go forward, to get ahead, to aim for it, to strive forward. Okay? There was some poop head that would come on my Facebook there trying to praise Mr. Sock Puppet. Yeah, our beloved Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his infinite wisdom. And I'm sure you've all seen the footage where he was telling that guy off the Ukraine rally about freedom and democracy and how dare you interrupt me. And yet he still forgets what he did a year ago when it came to the Emergency Measures Act about freedom and democracy. This is my opinion towards the convoy, ladies and gentlemen. All the fucking power to them. Sorry, their guns weren't blazing. Sorry, they didn't set fires and set explosives and topple down statues and spray paint monuments and take dumps on the street. No, they wave the flag proudly and by every means they should have. Okay? So I find it really, really rich that our prime ministers had the audacity to sit there, chew some guy out at some rally when you couldn't even show up to have dialogue with the people that pay his fucking salary. So put that in perspective, ladies and gentlemen. Anyhow, I'm going to be live this Tuesday. I'm going to do a live stream. So look for me on uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble too, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to have a live stream to ask me all your questions. Just another question at live stream. Uh, I, I try to get two episodes up every time I'm on my off cycle from work. So uh, I do that all for you, my wonderful fans out there. Give yourselves a round of applause. That's right, because you guys count. You guys are awesome. Okay. And if you feel like donating to uh, to this channel, please look at my store, Customized Girl, links in the description, or uh, use the PayPal link, or use the Buy Me Coffee link, or the Stripe link, too. Give what you can. Every little bit helps. Like I said, I've gotten some attorneys now helping me with my tax issue. They have a soft spot for veterans. So and they're giving me a bit of a deal. But if you want to donate to help me with that, please do. I'm not going to demand it. Like I say, that's not my thing to demand cash. I'm not going to be one of those Twitch streamers or gamers or OnlyFan wannabes. Then give me money. No, I'm just going to say, if you want to donate, hey, that'll help me out a great deal. If not, that's fine too. Tuning in is help enough for me. And I'm very, very grateful that you, my wonderful audience is out there backing me up on this. But like I say, if you want to donate, please donate. If not, that's fine too. Links to me in the description if you decide. And like I say, I will be live on Tuesday. So uh, look for adverts on Facebook and YouTube, respectively, where I'll be going live. So please join me. Uh, it'll probably be 3.30. Uh, no better yet, I will do it 4 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. So this Tuesday coming up on the 28th, 
on February, I will be going live on uh, YouTube, Facebook, and on Rumble too. So check me out there, ladies and gentlemen. Anyhow, that's my spiel for the today, 26th of February, 2023. Uh, we can get along and we can get through this mess, ladies and gentlemen, regardless of what your personal feelings are towards the anthem. It's many have died for that. And when I say all our sons command, that means the people that have fallen before us. And if people have the audacity to sit there and saying, our anthem is not inclusive, remind him of this. What does we stand on guard for thee mean? We, Canada, and all peoples therein. That simple. Like I say, I've been crushing it. It's beautiful. 26th of February, 2023. I wish nothing but good things for you all out there to persevere, to thrive, and to get ahead as we should. Do what you can to help each other out in these trying times. Uh, it's still winter in this country. And to my uh, fans in Southern California, sorry about your luck, but you got a taste of Canadiana right there. Now, not to be a smart ass, but them's the breaks. And no, it's not climate change. It's called weather. And that's what you get when you live in the Northern Hemisphere, ladies and gentlemen, this time of year. You get some snow in some really weird places. Kind of like where you get hair in weird places. You just you never know, right? Anyhow, I'm not comparing snow to hair, but you get my drift. But like I say, I wish nothing but good things for all you out there. And I wish happiness and tidings. And we shall persevere. If you get a chance to help a neighbor out, help a friend out, whatever, do what you can. And just to pull some weight and just to be good to people. It's that simple, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, like I always say, humanity merit wins the day. Hope to see you this coming Tuesday. Talk again. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy. <laughs>